Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And it's running through my mind. No one is. We have to check YouTube. No one's ever done Chris Kid Rock. I'm gonna look for. Oh, it's a buck. A bag, a bag, diggy, diggy. <laughs> Up, jump the boogie. It's running through my head. It's just you can't do it fast enough. It's for the love. It's for the hate. Bob with the buck. Somebody had to have done this. I'm looking for it's it. It's a 30 year old thing. No, 25. You if know not, what? You're on it. Yeah, no, I have to I have to I have to massage that out. I don't know why that popped in my head now. I hate butt light. Everybody hate butt light. Tell that in small town. <laughs> you know what I realized yesterday? Timing, weird time, speaking of nineteen ninety eight. That was the first year I got uh, on a morning show. I was the producer of the Jim and Stephanie show for about five months and then Jim quit and I took his job. I didn't take it. They're just like fill in, stupid. And we did really good, which was surprising. But in 1998, in August, I got the job in mornings in radio. And I haven't looked back. Anyway, besides that, I realized my dad turned 51 that week. I turned 51 yesterday. Wow. Oh, man. That f- me up. Because now he's 76, and in a blink of an eye, and I'm like, geez, that was fast. My dad was me today when I started, like, actually a career. Isn't that weird? Back when you were still going to Fiesta Mall, and now you're seeing it getting <laughs> right, torn right, down. Right. I was, <laughs> oh, my God, Brett, don't add to it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, isn't that weird? That's a weird little... I, I got to stop doing you this. You told your 51-year-old dad at a Diamondbacks game, I know that guy. That was 1998. My, 50, <laughs> my dad, my age, me dad, me Dan... And his son, 25-year-old, 26-year-old me, walking around, looking at 48-year-old you at the time, I'm guessing. I don't know. How old were you in 1998? You were born in the 30s, right? So, (laughs) walking by Brady, the mascot for the Diamondbacks. I work with that guy. I work with him. And then Brady walks over and goes, hi, fan. My dad says, I don't think you know that guy at all. (laughs) Walks right by me. Yeah, big time by the mascot. I got Stanislavski. (laughs) The guy's a method mascot. Your yeah. son's gay. <laughs> I have sex with your son regularly. <laughs> Not against his will either. It's for pleasure. I know. He likes him thick. He likes him thick and hairy. <laughs> Being mauled by a bear, this guy. Uh, before we get to the entertainment drill, a news story just came across that you won't have yet that I find hysterical. And I realize my brain doesn't work right uh, because the headline said, Inspired by Gandhi. Which automatically means it's either racist or food, isn't it? was the last time that was said. Inspired by Gandhi, couple goes on hunger strike over, I'll give you two guesses, neighborhood problem. They're going to, uh, on a hunger strike. Okay. Inspired by Gandhi because this activity is happening in their neighborhood. Two guesses. You get one and Brett gets one. Um, Anybody can fire off. Where is this at? It is in uh, uh, 
British Columbia, Canada. Okay. Hmm. Over uh, totem poles. Totem in poles. Front yard. Too many totem poles. The Indians are mad at this. All right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Tim Horton Donuts. Tim Horton but, Donuts uh, is incorrect. Uh, pickleball court. Oh. They're going to starve themselves to death if they don't close the pickleball courts behind their house because the noise is it's making so loud. Them. They're having uh, auditory hallucinations, heart flutters, insomnia since they started to play right behind them. But Dewari said, my life has completely changed. So on the pickleball fence, they've got a sign that says, hunger strike against harassment and discrimination. Pickleball causes hypertension, insomnia, heart disease, anxiety, and other physical and mental health issues. This would make me play pickleball at that facility to see if we can kill them. Oh, I'd, I'd be drinking wilderness <laughs> athletes to stay out there 24 hours a day. Give me a record hero. for the longest round of pickleball ever. I'd be lobbing Snickers over that wall. Oh, you just do it. Please to go home. We are very hungry. Why don't you? Do you have no humanity? I thought you were Canadians. Relax, Patel. Yeah. We're still playing hey, over Patel, here. it's five to five. <laughs> Got to win by two. Please to go home. It's the pickling in the morning, please. Oh, it's not bad. I don't want my own. And that's the decision. At the pickleball facility, I'd have a tikka masala night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just stuff. Just bring it. <gasps> oh, it smells so delightful. <laughs> Curries. <laughs> I haven't eaten in 12 pickleball games. It would be wonderful to taste your tikka masala. Jump on the submersible and get the hell out of here yeah. is what I'd tell them. <laughs> Cheer out. <laughs> I built you a little boat. <laughs> I find it hysterical that they're only actually... We should do something about this pickleball. Don't you agree, Deswana? I do, but what do you think it would do that would be effective? Do as Gandhi does. We could just not eat for a few days. And all you're going to do is get assholes like me to go, let's play some more pickleball and see how <laughs> let's see how skinny we can make Dahwani. Let's go for the Guinness <laughs> record of most pickleball played. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to bring a cot. We're going to have six guys, right? We're just going to take take uh, you know turns. You, you sleep for 35 minutes, and we'll play some pickleball. We'll get naps in. We'll do this. This is never going to end. And we're going to light our cars up against the court, so when the lights go out naturally at the park, we'll have our own lights. Please do go home now. Oh. All it might take is just to invite them to play. Maybe they ever played it? Maybe that. Yeah. Once you play, you're kind of hooked, right? <laughs> I should have eaten and played this wonderful game. A bunk, a bunk, they won't a stop. Ironically, the one rule in pickleball is don't go in the kitchen. Yeah. And they're doing that same well, thing. Well, it's a tough game for me. <laughs> hey, you stay out of the kitchen. You can't play pickleball. Gandhi inspired them to not eat anymore until uh, rich white people stopped playing pickleball. Please go home now. If you've ever heard a big pickleball court... It, and you lived by it, it would drive you insane. It, You're talking about some of those retirement. My dad lives right down the block. He's got one. Oh. Yeah. And well, luckily, it, it, you know, his all the stuff, like his family room and stuff's in the back of the house, so he doesn't hear it. But if you go out in the garage and during nice weather, oh, you can hear it all day long. It, it's, 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 they awful. converted the tennis courts over because there weren't as many people playing tennis. You know, there, all so. of Arizona Mills now is pretty much pickleball. Indoor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they changed like a ton of those open stores. Into just pickleball, and it's like your life in your own hands going over there. It, well, there's that. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's also that. that you'll get killed at Arizona right. Mills. But anyway, I just I thought it was hysterical, a wildly poor idea. 
Because if it was for like political issues or whatever, you can see, wow, hunger strike, how meaningful. But just to stop people from playing pickleball, we'll drag dicks like me and Brett <laughs> over there and get your pickleball. It's the only I'll time go. I've ever wanted to play. And just chowing down on Italian chicken sandwiches from Burger King. Anything that shows up. Oh, they're eating and playing pickleball. They're ultra dick faces. <laughs> what are you doing? Just pickleballing away. Don't you have jobs? Yep. To see how skinny we can make you, Datwani. That is not my name. I am hungry. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drills. Brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And, uh, again, seminars like crazy coming up. Uh, you got to check out their website to see what's going. They got the active shooter seminar in August. The one I'm very much looking forward to, and I've just gotten a little taste of it, was the one they were guinea-pigging me around with on, uh, uh, was that Monday, which I couldn't get enough of. It was just... Uh, uh, conceal carry reaction. There's a, I think it's called OODA loop. I don't. I always say it wrong, but that's the system that you use, and they'll teach it to you. Trust me. You can Google that too. But it's a military thing, and uh, it's uh, pretty awesome because you start to realize that uh, just because you're a conceal carry guy doesn't mean you've got the world by the ass. You have to make decisions and find out whether or not what you just did is justifiable or not. We always talk about the cops. Was it a justified shooting? What about you, conceal carry guy? When you stumble across something like that. Did I tell you the story about the ants yesterday? No. The one with the... uh, Relatives or the creatures? It's a real story about... uh, uh, It's legal. I didn't know this. I might might have said this yesterday, but I'll say it again. It's worth it. It's legal if you're a concealed carry person, if you're witnessing child molestation to fire. Right? If you're seeing something terrible. Uh, And and I don't remember where this was, but uh, it's an old man had a little girl's pants down. And he's touching her. And somebody says, stop. And he, I don't know if you could hear or not, but he shoots him. And it was his granddaughter. She'd sat in an ant pile. And she took her and own he's stuff brushing off. off he's the ants. getting it all off of there. It was like all over her jennies and stuff. Shoots the old man. You're going to jail. Yeah. So you have to react and understand the situation. You have to know what you're doing. And, and you know, sometimes you're just like, what, did I, what have I done? And sometimes you're like, I should have done more. So concealed carry guys that walk around going, I'm covered, I'm covered. There's a lot you probably don't know, and they don't teach you that in concealed carry classes. A lot of that's just the basis. So it's a, a ton of scenarios that have actually occurred that they go through, and it's amazing. And it was, a, I think it was an attorney that told me that story. It, it, just an amazing thing when you start seeing, like, all these people. That, and there's a lot of people out there with guns on them. You don't even know. Uh, and hopefully the people with guns are good guys and know what they're doing. But you can learn more about it if you head on up to reactdefense.com. Tons of concealed carry work, tons of that. Up there, if you're interested in it, they'll get real deep in it because they'll go one-on-one with you. They got classes. They got one-on-ones. They want you up there. Good, solid citizens looking for new ways to get in shape and learn about how to be better themselves. Uh, it's reactdefense.com. The home of tactical black. Homebirds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Brady Entertainment. Sinead uh, O'Connor died, um, and that's been the big news last day. (laughs) That's right. Pretty much. (laughs) But we talked about the one time that, uh, you know, you said it earlier this morning when she was kind of blackballed because she ripped the... The Pope? Yeah. Pope John Paul II on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But I forgot um, the same year that uh, Nothing Compares came out. Yeah. Nothing compares to you. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety. That same year, um, she refused to appear on an episode of Saturday Night Live because Andrew Dice yeah. Clay was hosting. Her and Nora Dunn both uh, boycotted the show. 
forgot about and then the following summer she wouldn't allow a new jersey concert venue to play the national anthem before her shows after which frank sinatra threatened to kick her in the ass good yeah i remember that well that's right, what frank. well that's the great moment where phil hartman as frank sinatra yeah. called her uncle fester that's about enough out of you uncle fester you know, I just I, then in '91 she joined uh, Public Enemy in boycotting the Grammys. Yeah, to protest the Gulf War. She's Irish. She came out of the political. She was one of those. Then it was 1992 when the the, the big one happened on the SNL. Yeah, Bob Marley song "War" was yeah. the song that she was covering. I just don't get it. Like listening to you and Adam talk earlier, it's like I can't name another song she did other she than nothing compares one. to you. I mean, and everybody's making such a huge deal about it, but I can't. She's famous for a cover song. She's famous for a, She's a cover alien song. ant farm. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Maybe on second thought, maybe Brett doing the eulogy was a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> she is. Hey, what are we here cover. for? Celebrating this chick in a box. <laughs> She's alien ant farm. Mm-hmm. The I- Irish president Michael Higgins said uh, she's one of our greatest and most gifted composers, <laughs> songwriters, and performers of recent decades. Ireland. They love her in Ireland. Yeah. Conor McGregor was lost. But remember, she also came out in the news as a Muslim and then started talking about how much she loves it in the ass. This was about 15 years ago. Whoa. Yeah, she called it the difficult brown. <laughs> There's two things I like in the world. Political strife and taking one deep in my beehole. I love the difficult brown. Sometimes it's not so easy. There's a band name, too. Difficult brown. Yeah, I like great that. Great band. <laughs> There's the, nothing you can do about it, Brett. Brett, come over here for a second. Why don't you take a look at this? Slide it in there, you big greasy Italian. It's my difficult brown. And that type of stuff that you named off is why I got emails this morning when I mentioned that she had passed away from several people, surprisingly, that said, one, uh, or good, one less Muslim. They're like, wow, there's still like people who are, yikes. I didn't see her as a Muslim as much as I did just the person who, uh, yeah, as Alien Ant Farmer. Really. <laughs> well, it was interesting after the SNL the, ripping up the Pope picture. Madonna called it inappropriate. Madonna did? Yeah. At the time. At the time. You could rip up a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live now and you'd get celebrated. And it wasn't like we were a super puritanical religious country then. But we were going through a major like shift at that point. That was the, you know... You just, that was the language time. Police no one would ever do that. That was still was like, this is something that you don't do. You just don't, well, because we didn't talk that way. Yeah. Religion and stuff like You just kind of left it alone. But again, uh, Ireland has been that way forever with the Protestants and the Catholics. And the, yeah, they're, you know, they're bouncing off each other like crazy up in that region. Blowing each other up over stuff. That Ripping up a picture of the Pope. Big whoop for them. Burning the flag. Yeah, at least my Cordoba didn't blow up. <laughs> Things have changed. A little bit. And one thing that's changed, Brady, is that there's no more driving into that back door of mine. <laughs> the difficult brown is closed. It's been seven brown. hours and 15 days since you pounded my difficult brown. Of course, uh, your guy Morrissey went off on people for praising Sinead O'Connor. Yes, when they didn't have the guts to support her when she was alive and... Yeah. It ruined her career. Her behavior did, though. Yeah. Like it wasn't Sinead, like yeah. it was that one particular event. I mean, there's a series of things. That, that was you start, the big one. Yeah, but yeah. you... Uh, Here in the States, at least. Start protesting some stuff. Well, I think... Set. It makes it tougher sometimes. For, you have, like Brett said, you've got a cover song that's a smash hit. And I mean, that song oh, it's was huge. huge. Yeah. Smash hit. You need an album of those before you can start ripping up religious figures. 
I don't think she was in a position. Like she, it was almost like, ah, I'm super now. Like it was almost an ego thing for her from the perspective of the people who got mad at her. And some people would she say, wasn't big you enough. Know, yeah. She didn't have the cachet well, to do that kind of stuff, at least here. Because she had one song. It's like it's not even yours. Right. It's like this Jason Aldean thing. Everybody's going, he didn't even write the song. So it's almost phony back. I had to talk with my buddy Danny, who likes country music. And I, I hold it against him because it does slow him down a little bit uh, mentally. You know. But uh, Danny's been through a lot. So I understand he's trying to get his brain back in order. It's almost like people have had a stroke. They have to introduce themselves to rudimentary things. To And Danny likes country music. And I don't, you know, it's bad. But he said, what's your take on the Jason Aldean thing? And I said, I think he's a phony tough guy. Like, that's the one thing I'm getting out of this is just fake tough guy. He didn't write the song. He intentionally tries to... St- it's just that... In- that's why I don't like country music. It's inauthentic crap. It's the reason rock music kind of stinks in certain areas. Is that You dress the part, you look the part, and then you just... Posers. You're posing. And I don't think Jason Aldean means it. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he's being... you know, and then I'll stand in front of this building that's known for one thing. And tough guy, my weight. That's a small town mentality. It's like, you didn't write the song. You, these aren't your beliefs. You're a Hallmark card. You're just... You're signing your name on something you didn't write. And I just don't get it. But it's the same kind of false crap that gets attention. And that's what I think Sinead was doing. She's a cover you think song. it was false or you think it was... Well, she didn't write she, the know, song. She obviously wanted to use her platform to be able to... But her platform try to better was this big. And, and yeah. it was almost like she was saying, I'm Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm at the, I have this one huge song. I can do whatever I want. And it's like, wait a second. We like the song, but we don't know you well enough for this yet. She, she you know, she had her two-year period where she was doing the... Right. It would have been like Kylie Minogue started telling us, you know, what religion is best. It's like, shut yeah. up, Kylie. You, you did a cover song. She should have gave Prince some more difficult brown and write yeah. some more songs. That's what she needed because... We're running a little dry over here, Prince. How about uh, <laughs> give you up the difficult brown over the weekend and uh, you write me a new tune? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, I got Prince in my difficult brown. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now write a tune for me. I'd like to have breakfast with Prince. Boy, yeah. <laughs> Little Red Corvette would have changed if he gave that to her. Some people want to be movie stars. <laughs> she should have did that. Fred Perry had breakfast with Prince. All birds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. At uh, Taylor Swift's Google it recent Kansas City show, <laughs> Travis Kelsey uh, feels a little butt hurt. Why? Because he uh, tried to give her a friendship bracelet with his phone number on it. Oh, but she doesn't talk to people before or after shows. All right, they wouldn't so. talk to him either. He's a He's the new Gronk. Don't worry, I, Travis. But Travis Kelsey, I like him more than I like Gronk. Gronk was dumb. Travis seems you like... Think, you don't think Travis is? I look at Travis as somebody I wouldn't mind hanging out with. Gronk would oh. be just dead stare, empty-eyed, vapid idiot. And I'm like, I can't tolerate this guy for but five more minutes. But you have to minutes. get around the douchiness. Just that, bro, bro. No, see, that's uh, Gronk to me. Gronk's no, the bro guy. Yeah. See on those I think they both would be fun. Just for not, it's Maybe. not like hanging out all the time. George but. Kittle's the dude I want to hang out with. The Niners tight end. Of tight end yeah. douchebags, it's Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and Gronk's way down the list. I can't. I, I can't look at him. He's just. He just looks. He just looks like the ultimate frat bro. I'd hang out with Aaron Hernandez before I'd hang out with Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> 
In 2012, an analysis of nearly half a million songs between 1955 and 2010 showed that the diversity of note combinations had consistently diminished over that time period. What was the time period? 1955 to 2010. Okay. At the same time, radio stations are repeating themselves more than ever. The Atlantic noted in 2014, top 40 stations played the 10 biggest songs twice as much as they did in the previous decade. And that goes hand-in-hand with the fact that since uh, attention spans have dropped to nothing, we've had to adapt in the world of entertainment to more repetitive stuff. The music industry has become more data-driven than ever before, which means there's more emphasis on replicating what's already proven to work out in the in this environment, so you ever watch what they're saying is the pop music, yeah, the note variations do not no deviate too much. They think you're they're done. tighter than ever. Everybody knows that society's gotten a little. You know how look no further than the Doctor Phil show for how uh, entertainment professionals think what what they think of the public. Doctor Phil goes from one segment to a commercial and back to the next segment. The first two minutes of the next segment recapping the last segment they assume you've been gone for four minutes you, you forgot. probably forgot almost yeah. everything we've done so let's recap every break those home improvement shows they go to commercial they come back and recap the last two minutes of you've only been gone for a couple minutes strung out documentaries oh my god they can date or repeat it the- they repeat what you missed after and that's how that's what they think of you that's research that's not a technique that's research to basically say they're too stupid to follow along. Take a commercial break. Recap what we've done four minutes ago. They can't follow. They're stupid. And they're not wrong. And music's done the same thing. Repetitive wins. Almost always. Everybody bitches, oh, radio plays the same stuff over and over. It wins. We had a piece of jewelry earn the title, most valuable hip-hop artifact ever sold at auction. Oh, my. Hmm. Flavor Flav's clock. Uh, it sold for a little over a million dollars. Death row chain? No way. Well, like if it was Tupac's or something. There you go. It was Tupac's. Oh, death. nice. Tupac's crown, crown ring that he oh, wore. Oh, okay. All right. Dead guy. For a million bucks. Is that really a hip-hop artifact, or is it just the ring off a dead guy? Because <laughs> would you consider Elvis's uh, ring a rock and roll artifact, or is it just Elvis's ring because he's dead? I don't know. Because a hip-hop artifact, I'd rather have something like Flavor Flav's clock that represents hip-hop, not slain guy. It's an artifact. Big roll <laughs> chains that run against <laughs> used to wear. It's a hip-hop. He's very biblical. He just pounded his staff. Hey. It's an artifact. It is written. It is done. Stop asking so many goddamn questions. You're making sense. It's true, though. If he was still alive, would it be the biggest hip-hop artifact? No. Be the biggest uh, ring or piece of jewelry. If he sold. sold his ring now and was still alive. Yeah, they wouldn't call it an it wouldn't artifact. Even be, it wouldn't even go for the highest price. Wouldn't even be close. The it was 300000 before that. Yeah, who knows? So it tripled. But it wouldn't be the number one one if he was still alive. That's for sure. Uh, that's it. It's Thursday in the books already. Uh, tomorrow we got ourselves. Well, we'll see about it. I can't mention it yet. <laughs> There's still some legality snafus. We're supposed oh. to sell something tomorrow, and I still haven't heard anything yet. So I'm not bringing it up, but uh, we'll see. See if the higher ups have blown this thing right into the drink, or if we're the bobs actually, are back at it. The again. bobs are at it again, and we've got a 
we got something that keeps getting pushed back. But it's, you know, we'll get to it in a little bit. You still can get your uh, your uh, Ching Chavez at 98kupd.com. It goes to support the uh, Arizona Humane Society, which is always good. Get on 98kupd.com. Get your sixer there. We're going to be out there next Wednesday, I believe. Yes. Is that right? And hanging out over there at Four Peaks, doing our damage and making some noise Uh uh, drinking the Ching Chavez and picking them up. We're going to have Ching Chavez tomorrow night at Alopecia Palooza, too. Not supposed to, but it's my birthday. They gave me an extra cake. So that'll be over at Copper Blues tomorrow night. That's it. We're done. Shanman's in for Larry again today. You guys be kind to him, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.